0: Welcome everybody to the Father's Fear. We are a podcast that encourages dads to be BDEs, best dads ever. Not perfect dads. There's no such thing, but we want to be better dads and best dads ever. I'm here with my cohort in crime,
1: Jose Coughing. Coughing. Yes, you might hear me coughing a few times during this. I might have to mute myself, but that's
0: right. You gotta switch up your packs, yeah. Your packs of smokes that you're smoking or not smoking. Jay's not a smoker. I'm just giving him a hard time.
1: I started recently doing CBD, but not a lot. There it is, man. It's CBD. It's hard with the with the whole uh, lung issues I have, and <laughs> but yeah, it has helped me a lot. But
0: hey, you know what I realized um, that I have to apologize to my listeners i was listening to a recent podcast of ours and i realized that i use the word like way too much and jay i blame you for not like pointing it out like i just did right now
1: hey i just i just let
0: you do you i'm like a valley girl like (laughs) from the 80s going like totally blah blah blah
1: my wife does it my wife Uh, says like if you really hone in yeah. on her conversation. She's like, oh, like, uh, yeah, close the door. Like, it's, uh, like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am truly sorry. So, this podcast, you have to call me out every time I say like. Oh, dang it. In a, in a like, um oh, like I just did. In a, what do they call it? A Speech pause. Mm-hmm. Like people say um. I see that. Mine lot. is is like
1: Ah. anyway, I I'm gotta stop. I've been working on the ums. Yeah. Let's be conscious, be woke about it.
0: <laughs> be woke about it. Uh, okay, no more likes, no more valley girl no more stuff ums. from me. Yeah, we should what what noise are we gonna use to Let's see call it out? No, oh. we don't have anything good.
1: Uh, mm, I got, I got to update the. Uh, what was the other
0: one? The green one. <laughs> oh, there's the laughing. I like the, I like the wawwaws. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's test it. All right. All right. So I'm talking and like, oh, man, yeah. there it is.
1: That's yeah. good.
0: That'll catch me. All right. Cool. So we have the, what I'm going to call the like sensor. <laughs> and he's going to have his finger on the trigger. There you go. And like. <laughs> oh, that's. That one works too, because it's booming in my ear.
1: All right, all right, let's get. Now that we have it,
0: now that we have it. So, did you see on Facebook within the past couple of weeks, or on social, in the social sphere, a lot? There is this kid, young boy, Mm -hmm. who was bullied. And of course, he is crying and upset about it. Sounds like you know. Oh, no, no, That, that was part of a sentence. <laughs> all right. I just. Hear, I'm trying to hear. I'm trying to hear the. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> I'm
1: paying attention at least, right? <laughs> and it sounds
0: like in mm-hmm. the sentence that I'm using, <laughs> it sounds like they're from Australia or something. Yep. The Down Under, hmm. and it was kind of this. I guess this mom was trying to do a PSA on bullying mm-hmm. and this kid's crying and like, Oh, <laughs> nice. And, <laughs> and, uh, Oh man, I, be hard. you threw me off track with that thing. All okay. Right. Anyway, just,
1: just do you. Or we'll <laughs> ah, work on No, it. no,
0: no, you have to do it. All right. Cause there's no, I will not <laughs> catch myself. Mm-hmm. So, uh, PSA, This kid is crying. Mom is like, this is terrible. That was in a sentence, by the way. Mm -hmm. Mom is saying, this is terrible. And, you know, bullying needs to stop, which is really great. Yeah. Of course, the haters come out. Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of accusations saying that this kid is like an
1: 18-year-old. Sorry. Go ahead. This is gonna be a distracting podcast. That's just
0: fun. <laughs> I'm okay with it. So this kid, 18 years old, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. And I kind of don't know what to believe, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently you did some research and said, Hey, I found information. This kid's for real.
1: He's and- eight. I, I'm I just to be really clear, I just researched the age part because people were bashing him. About how he was an 18 year old right dude, actor, right actor, and um, two things I pointed out on social media. One was um, people think that when you're when you have dwarfism, dwarfism that your vo- your your height and stature doesn't change. You know, you're obviously a dwarf. You know, right. a little person, whatever you want to call it. And I don't want to say the M word, <laughs> but mature. Everything else What's changes. The M word. What, what are you talking about? I'm not going to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It sounds the hilarious. word like is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's not M. You may you may um still be a dwarf, but you still change as when it comes right. to puberty. Your voice has changed. You have facial hair, and people don't understand that. Like, how many dwarfisms do you do you see out there that um that you can tell they're they're, they're grown men? Um, including the, the person who started to go fund me, he, uh, he was also a dwarf and he was a full grown dude with a beard and and the voice as deep as mine. Yeah. And then the second f- fact is he was um, presented on the show, um, like a Rachel Ray show. And he, uh, well, obviously in Australia, <coughs> sorry. And it said on the bottom caption in 2014, he was six years old. So count. Many years later, he's now nine, so
0: Mm, not quite eighteen. Yeah, not quite (laughs) eighteen.
1: So I think he's the right age now. What's going on with the mom? If he, (coughs) sorry, if he, JD, or (laughs) if he and his mom are doing a whole scamming, then that's I don't know. Yeah, I have no opinion on that.
0: Oh, sweet Penny's here. Hey, Penny,
1: what do you think about
0: the (laughs) the dwarf that got bullied? Wrong topic. Focusing on whether he's telling the truth or oh, yeah. Truth instead or not. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, man, you transition us too early. we got more to talk about. <laughs> Gosh. OK, just keep that in mind. And we'll get to that in a moment. All right. OK, so Jay in his vast research and gum his coffee, gum chewing, coughing, gum chewing. Found this kid is probably legit, and I think a lot of Maybe. the... right, whatever. A lot, I think a lot of it is they started like a GoFundMe. Oh,
1: no, the somebody else. Yeah, I didn't. I missed that. You I was missed about, it. I was I about to it. press it, and although
0: it was it was appropriate, anyway. Yeah. So they started a GoFundMe, and you know people are donating to it they're given to it it probably got up to i don't know 400,000 i think what holy cat yeah
1: it went pretty high i need to get bullied no i'll start bullying you will you your beard is weird
0: man you're getting old it didn't hurt me too bad keep going i need to start crying Um, i'll do a psa i don't like your headphones okay never mind we'll moving on so this kid is getting some money. I don't know if they're, are they donating it? I haven't even looked into like. I
1: didn't, I stopped lo- looking into that. Um, I'm allergic to drama. <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: So you didn't look at the GoFundMe and see mm-hmm. if it was legit. I think it will dip. Or if dip they were giving, dip. or if they're giving it to some sort of.
1: Dwarfism. Something, foundation. Yeah. Yeah. That, for bullying or whatever. Mm-hmm. I didn't look into that. They're just collecting the cash. I just looked at a few sources that I I know are credible uh, news sources when they promote news, and the only thing I learned from it is that he's not eighteen. Um, I just said it. Um, oh, I should have a button over here. <laughs> All right, he's not eighteen, and the person who started fund GoFundMe was a comedian dwarf. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he he particularly didn't start it; or his mom didn't start it. It was a guy who was a comedian, uh, I think an Australian comedian, oh, okay. who started to GoFundMe and said that they were going. He was going to fly the him and his mother over for like a nice vacation for them. Yeah, and then the rest of the money, if it was more than that, he's He was asking ten thousand dollars only, and the rest of the money, yeah, 10, it went up to four hundred grand. grand. Yeah, Jeez. and then the rest of the money he would donate it.
0: Minimum donation, people, ten grand. Yeah. Well, and then there was a bunch of actors and actresses that were like
1: Hugh Jackman oh, yeah,
0: hit me oh, man. I didn't hear it, Did it? Uh, I mean maybe it could have been appropriate <laughs> Hugh Jackman was one mm-hmm. I saw that and apparently there was a couple others I don't know so you know this kid is popular and of course haters be hatin mm-hmm. and so who knows but as Penny pointed out earlier the message really is good regardless of the outcomes or who started what gofundme or whatever bullying is kind of a big deal yeah huge as a dad now i had uh some bullying experience with my kids i may have been bullied as a kid but it's so different nowadays With social media and the way bullying goes, it's, it's a little bizarre to me because, and I'm a guy and maybe guys handle it differently, but when you got bullied, you either got in a fight (laughs) usually, or, you know, well, I don't know, even girls, it ended up in a fight. I mean, I remember my wife was talking about when she was young and this girl came up and punched her. And I think it was mistaken identity kind of thing. And she was so like surprised. (laughs) She was so surprised by it that she, she was just said to this girl, Hey, you know, are you happy? And then the girl's like, Oh man, you know, that's not, that's not who I thought it was. So there was that, but then, my wife sticks up for her cousin, which it's funny. I should We should flash up a picture because he's like six-something, and my wife's like five-something. He had to be taller than her back in the day, but she actually stood up for him on a okay. playground. So, it a male, male cousin? Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's funny to me that this little tiny girl stuck up for her big boy cousin. Mm-hmm. Anyway... Bullying, big deal. My kids, so nowadays, my kids have been bullied when they were young over things that my oldest was bullied over things that I'm really actually kind of kind of proud of. She was always one to not get caught up in drama. Mm-hmm. And so when her friends were like, oh, I hate so-and-so, and I don't, you know, they they all kind of try to click and, Hate on people at the same time. It's called bonchincheras Bonchincheras
1: Yeah, it's, like it's it's a it's a Spanish term for people who like to chit chat. Is that it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when you when they call you a bonchichero,
0: Bonchinchero bon
1: or yeah. bonchichera for a female, yeah, it's that because you like to talk, talk, and hey, you heard what Sue said? Oh, she's like <laughs> blah, blah, blah 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 Like mm. bon now I'm saying chinchero. like that was too <laughs> for me. Bon yep.
0: I like it. It's our Spanish podcast.
1: We from that one, now on, we're now going to... I don't even know how to say father's fear in Spanish. <laughs> Papa fear. <laughs> <laughs> papi's fear.
0: <laughs> I... Well, sidebar, I'm totally going off topic. Mm. But Jay is helping me with Spanish, although I've
1: been I, terrible about it. I've I've failed on that. I haven't even started with spanish
0: i know but well first of all we have jay is helping me with uh we're gonna do workout routine we haven't started that either no i (laughs) know stop with your coughing fits and maybe we could do some of this stuff next week so so uh boxing that's our that's our workout of choice Mm -hmm. jay's gonna beat me up every week (coughs) and he's gonna instruct me in spanish and if I don't understand what he's saying, I get clocked in the head. Well, first so word is bonchinchera. Bonchinchera. And I have not, I apologize, I have not taken my first lesson and learned the alphabet. Yeah. That's but the first thing. I have been practicing, like, hit me. Oh, man. I haven't, I have been practicing some Espanol phrases. So I am hoping that I'll pick it up a little
1: faster. All right. From now on, every time you go into the Sphere podcast, you have to say, hola, welcome to the Poppy Sphere. Poppy Sphere. I am Christopher.
0: Cristobal, right? Cristobal?
1: How do you say Chris in Spanish? Anyways, We'll, we'll, well, today's word is Penny's favorite word. Bonchinchera.
0: Bonchinchera. So, yeah, it's Cristobal, because I used Cristobal. to have an ex-girl friend that used to say Cristobalito, <laughs> which is cute little Christopher mm-hmm. kind of thing. I don't know. Why. Anyway, okay, back on to bullying. So, my oldest, bullying, mm-hmm. got bullied. And she was not a bonchinchera. She would use her brain... And she cared about people. She always was really good at loving people really well. I can see that. I always say the two most important things in the world, my kids, are, number one, love God, and number two, you love people. You do those things throughout life, and you'll do real well. So she was always good at the second one, loving people. So if these bonchinchettas would get together and start talking about someone and, oh, isn't she terrible and hate on somebody... Morgan would never get into that. She'd be kind awesome. of quiet down and be like, mm, mm. "And oh, then if does, they
1: dust off the shoulder type deal,
0: yeah." And then if and then if they were like, "Morgan, what do you think of this?" She would be. She'd just answer and say, "I don't have a problem with that person. Like, I like that person." No, no
1: that was that, that one was Yeah, that that
0: yeah, the one before that was yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the reversal. <laughs>
1: you have been cleared. It, of w- it wipes it away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So, I'm super proud of my oldest, but it, it, there was a situation one time that, man, I'm trying to remember what it was. I want to say these girls were almost like in a movie, walking around her and giving her a hard time. And I thought she was going to totally bust somebody in the face. Cause Morgan in <laughs> her eyes. Yeah. Morgan, when she was a little girl, she had, and this is still a really good friend of hers to this day. I had, I had a f- friend that had all three girls right around the same time. His mm-hmm. first three girls right around the same time we had mine and they're all good friends. And anyway, Morgan was, was playing with the younger sister of her friend, And her friend was in a bad mood. This is, you know, like two, three age range. Mm -hmm. And Morgan had never done this type of thing before. But her friend was pushing and crying like, "Ah, I don't want you to play with my sister. And Morgan got this look on her face like she's backing up like. No, that was.
1: Backing up like. Yeah, (laughs) darn it
0: she was backing up and trying to kind of stay away from whatever she was pushing mm-hmm. she gets this look on her face and starts just whoa wind like sideways windmilling towards her friend and and i'm standing over to the side and i grab her by the arm like oh my gosh i've never seen that and sarah had told me like she freaks out
1: building up like
0: that yeah yeah if she feels cornered morgan would be dangerous. I'd be, she's only like five foot nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. And this petite little thing, but I'd straight up be scared of her. (laughs) I mean, I'm five, eight and I outweigh her by three times. Yeah. I'd be afraid of my daughter. If she, if she got pissed about something, she'd probably climb up on my face and, or climb up on your head and rip your face off. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, when I heard the story, I thought, she busted into somebody. It's just like I'm getting ready for
1: it.
0: <laughs> I, I did it again. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, nothing happened. I was proud, but a little disappointed. Like, oh, man, I was waiting for a, a good fight story. She totally... <laughs> Remained calm. She never backed down off of it. But we went into the school and definitely had a discussion about it. And the school handled it as schools usually do. Mm -hmm. My middle, I don't recall ever really um, being bullied a whole lot. But the worst story in my life on bullying was my youngest. So in middle school, 6th to 8th grade, She, I'm going to brag a little bit and then come back to it. She scholastically all through her elementary years struggled. So coming into middle school, it was kind of like, you know what? I'm going to, she, she just got it in her head. Like I am going to take care of this. I'm going to make it better. I'm going to bootstrap myself Mm -hmm. and she did it and she did great, but, when it came to her friends, when it came to, you know, socially in school, it was a wreck. Struggle. It was a mess. Yeah, eighth grade was the worst year for her to do it, and it blows me away how, in spite of all of that social garbage that she went through, mm. and it was usually friend drama, um, usually young girl friend drama. How come you pretty, didn't call me last night? Yeah, pretty pretty common stuff. Yeah. And I think Sydney has kind of a very mature way. She gets along with adults better than kids her own age. Yeah. And I think that's because she understands and the expectation of relationships with adults makes sense to her. But kids her age just don't relate that way. It's mature to you. Yeah. Exactly. So she has a very mature expectation of a friendship probably even more so maybe even more than i do of my adult friends (laughs) in ways so she gets into middle school eighth grade comes around and we have a bona fide really bad bullying situation where there was a boy that was giving her a hard time and at first i'm like oh he likes you
1: yeah
0: and for right things yeah right and it got to this point where it was, it was starting to get, um, I mean, she was getting bullied. He was really irritating, and it got overbearing. So she says, well, she talks with us about it, and I said, do you want us to get involved? Like, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. You know, this is definitely harassment, getting to a point of being a problem and she said dad i'll talk to the talk to my teachers so she talks to the teachers and the teachers i think talked to the boy well it would get better for about 2 weeks mm-hmm. and then he'd just kind of slowly come back in and start doing it again yeah and ratchet again up so okay do you want us to get involved and she goes you know what i will go talk to the school counselor so talks to the school counselor. School counselor basically says, talks to the boy again. Hey, this is the second time. We got a problem. So again, it's the same pattern. You know, a couple weeks go by, it's pretty good. And then it gets like crazy. Bullying. Like just comes right back into it. Crazy bullying. So, all right, Sid, do you want us like, let me step in and do something about this. Now, dad. And she went to, I'm trying to think of the other one. Maybe what, well, maybe the school counselor was the, the end result, but there was three people. She went to people. She went to and nothing was getting done. They would talk to this boy. He'd back off for a little bit and then just come right back to it. And finally and Sid is, is doing what she feels like. And what school is saying, this is what you should do. I'm getting to the point where I'm like, look. No, no, no. That was in, in context. I'm getting to the point that I was like, okay, maybe. Like, look. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Oh, redemption. I said, look, if this kid does it again. I guarantee you, you bust him in the face, and when he falls on the ground and you stomp his teeth in, he might think a little bit next time before he starts. Like, I'm I'm ready to go to violence. Yeah. (laughs) Like, get this kid busted, face busted in. I'm ready for it. No, Dad, that's not the right thing. I mean, she was really more mature than I was. I was Uh. ready to go fisticuffs, right? So... In the end, we wound up getting called in to um, school because she was missing a lot of school. Literally, this was causing her so much anxiety, this bullying, and it wasn't stopping. And she was doing all these things appropriately to what the school was telling her to do. Mm -hmm. And she, I remember one time driving into school and... Um, you know, Sarah's like, you're gonna have to make her go to school. And we pull in and she is sitting in my car, uncontrollably crying, like, please, dad, please don't make me go in there. Don't make me go in there. And I could I didn't have the heart to do it. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. And so we went home. I said, you know, you're gonna you're gonna help your mom out. You're gonna do whatever your mom needs, and you're gonna make it productive at home. Okay, okay, dad, whatever. And so I'm just feeling like we need to do something now, you know. And she still, even like in those situations. Go ahead. Like, dang it. I missed it, yeah. Even in those situations, it was, she still was saying, hey, I will, let me handle it. And I am really proud of her for toughening up and advocating for herself. And I'm a big proponent of it. I want my kids to advocate for themselves. I I think we need, as parents, as dads especially, to say, hey, stick up for yourself. Advocate for yourself. I'm here if you need some bigger guns, but start with you and stand up and stick up. And a lot of times parents don't listen to kids, and we got to get involved, right? Sometimes it just is that way. But start with you. So even amidst all of the attempts, she was still holding me back and Sarah back, my wife. We get called for kind of truancy and a talk on truancy with the vice principal. And um, I think they had the school social worker there. So we go in and my wife and I have this wonderful good cop, bad cop routine, right? I'm usually the good cop. My wife is the one that you don't want let off the chain. (laughs) Like me, I'm fairly reasonable, even if it's a really bad situation, even if it's something with my kids that I could get completely mad about. I can keep my head. My wife, she is a mama bear, and she will tear your face off. So we go into this meeting, and the vice principal is in this meeting very nice guy got a lot of respect for him i've worked with him on some things and he always took care of it mm-hmm. case in point had a teacher say something very inappropriate to my kid and i went to the teacher uh, in email mm-hmm. and i just said you know sydney said you said something along these lines and he responded back right away like oh my goodness you know i I'm, i can't remember the conversation that well, but I don't, I don't feel like I'd say that. And I said, it'd probably be a good idea to talk to her yeah. and just clear the air, make sure it's cool. Well, a week, a whole week went by and he did not talk to her. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm, I, I'm a project manager. If one of my project team felt like I said something insulting to them, right I away. would, I would clear 15 minutes to go. Make sure, like, hey, dang it. Like, oh, I did it again. Hit me. <laughs> get double wah-wah. Wow. I would, yeah, I would go to this person. I would clear whatever on my schedule to go and make sure it's okay. Mm-hmm. That we're okay. Apologize. Clear the air. A teacher to a child takes a week to do that. Got involved with the principal. He took care of it right away. And the teacher got written up. I hope you're listening to this podcast. Like 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 do like, it like, again. Like, 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 like. Exactly. So, we're sitting in this meeting with the vice principal with the school counselor, social worker. She was a social worker. And so they ask, well, they were really nice about it. They said, "Hey, Sydney's getting ready to go in high school and they might not be as lenient as we do on truancy and not being at school as much and could you tell us why boom my wife comes out out of the corner with well maybe if my kid didn't feel unsafe at school because she's bullied all the time and mind you before this just before this meeting it had finally gotten to the vice principal and guess what happened the vice principal called in this boy's parents I'm trying to remember if he called in a police officer, (laughs) but he went to the extreme and he pulled in this boy and the boy's parents and said, this is the deal. You have been doing this and this is harassment. And yeah, like he, he parents, your son has been doing this to a student and this is harassment I think he, he didn't have the cops come in, but I want to say that there was some discussion of, police. That's you know, law enforcement. like, yeah. we could bring in the police for this. This is not good, and it needs to stop, mm-hmm. which that should have happened months ago, but it didn't, and no one escalated it to him until three months later, almost at the end of... We are. The last year of her elementary school life or middle school life rather. So, so he goes, he being the vice principal, he said, I did, you know, take care of that. I hope you are aware that we, this is what happened. And I chimed in and I said, you know, uh, we've worked together. I have great respect for you, but your staff failed my daughter. Because that should have happened at least two months ago, if not three months ago, this has been going on for probably about three and a half months mm-hmm. and it, it has been constant. It, it is, it gives her relief for about two weeks and then it starts again. And quite frankly, your staff never escalated it to you and it should have been escalated months ago. And he was so cool about it. He, he, when he learned this, and he's—I could tell on his face—he's just learning it for the first time—that it started months ago. Yeah. And he said, and we said, "Here's who she talked to. Here's who she talked to. Here's who she talked to." And they all three just had the same approach: talk to the boy, and it—and all his only um, slap on the wrist was, "Don't do it, or else." Yeah. don't do it or else the, and what, then a what third was the, time I, else you know and there was nothing yeah third time don't do it or else oh that's all I'm gonna get all right I'll just get another talk into don't do it or else
1: you ever find out why though he was bullying her Nope. nothing
0: no no he had to write an apology letter which I'm sure it was like oh sorry boo. you know and we read it and it was just very academic you know yeah. So um, that's kind of the bullying experience that I had with my kids. And it sucks as a dad when your kid is sitting in your car much like this dwarf. I mean, it really was reminiscent. Mm-hmm. She didn't say things like, I'm going to kill myself, whatever. But it was literally like that. When I watched the video... I sat there and thought, man, I have been there with my kid crying in a car because um, there was other things going on, Mm -hmm. but this bullying thing had come to a head, and it was just like, I don't want to go to school, and this is really terrible. So I've been there, and it stinks as a parent, and I can totally understand where that mom was, um, regardless if... Our listeners think that was true or not? Yeah,
1: that's a real scenario. Let's I mean, let's, it, let's, let's just assume that that happened. He was bullied, and the mom right. was concerned and fed up. Right. Let's just just think that way. It's not think negatively, but you're right.
0: Yeah, it doesn't it's, matter. Yeah. It, the 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 message that she was saying is still valid, and it's very true, and it sucks, and I can't explain. What comes of it that there's, there is a funny sketch out there that one of my favorite sketch count comedians, Key and Peele, do. And the sketch is, um, a there's a bully that comes up and I don't remember if the bully's honest about stuff, but you know, he's bullying and, and he's like, why are you saying this to me? And he responds like, because yeah. I have from, did I say like,
1: yeah, did I say it out of context? You, and, you, 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 uh, you bind it two cents. All right, I'm can. learning.
0: I'm doing better, though. Oh, yeah. I'm doing way better.
1: So, so there, there's this,
0: you know, uh, bullying going on, and he, he says, why are you doing this to me? And he goes, because I come from a broken home, and I don't feel loved, you know? <laughs> Like he's just confessing. All this stuff. And maybe that's the case. Like, ah, hit me. Dang. It. Maybe that's the case. Maybe it's the bully er is there's something going on there. I mean, I'm not a psychologist. I don't know.
1: Sometimes they have to. You know, their frustration has to be has to go out somewhere. You know, remember, kids do not know how to deal with situations. Right. You don't they don't know they're kids so maybe they. Uh, well, their frustration needs to be channeled through another person yeah and they're raw you know mm-hmm. so have you ever bullied bullied anybody i bullied a bully
0: if that makes sense yeah he was bullying somebody and you're like hey and i gave him hey, big a big taste of his own medicine yeah. and
1: it ended up i'm starting to brawl but um I was I'm I'm a fighter at, since high since high school middle school yeah and um, this one particularly I, I I tried talking to him and I tried to get down to the you know to the reason why he was bullying this uh, kid named Andrew he was a he was a redhead kid and it was that's exactly he was oh ginger <laughs> you know gingers have no souls but you know the right, whole deal right 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 and then um, I end up talking to the bully and he didn't have any reason he's like i just don't like redheads like, well i guess that's what he was taught at home right you know and i told him that he needs to f off or i was gonna mess him up and he was bigger than me he was like six one, Oh uh, yeah this kid it was six Jay's like
0: morgan he'll crawl
1: up on that dude's
0: face <laughs> and rip it off
1: <laughs> and then i told him yeah you stop picking on andrew or you're gonna have to deal with me I was like man i'm not even afraid of you kid 'cause he was like a year older he was yeah. uh he was going in he was actually a freshman, I remember, and I was or only seventh grade? grade seventh grade oh, yeah, yeah, it was a huge difference and um next thing you know i I tried this move that my my dad taught me it was basically a simple uppercut and he was six <laughs> one so it was right up the alley
0: was it like uh <coughs> and I use that in context was it like street fighter? Where he had the Haruken guy,
1: Ryu. and ja, yeah, yeah. It was like that. Just did like you that. jump? Mm, I don't remember.
0: Oh, just say you did, just for fun. Yeah, I and, jumped,
1: and Haruken, uh, <coughs> I uppercut him right in the chin. I remember he bit his tongue. Oh boy! And then everybody thought I messed him up because he was just drenched in blood. Yeah, yeah. Like he he was a zombie. He just bit somebody's neck off you know <laughs> he was just all this was coming down in blood and everybody was like man that Dominguez guy he messed him up <laughs> for his name Charlie or something <coughs> sorry and then from that point on he never bullied Andrew again <laughs> sorry right <coughs> he, he liked keeping his
0: he liked keeping his tongue Jose yep. coffee
1: Jose coffee so
0: I let's see when I was young and I don't even know why I couldn't even tell you why the only time I really remember bullyings Okay. There was two times, I guess you could tech depending on what you think bullying is. So if you go to the extreme of, um, any kind of teasing of anybody is bullying. I might've done that a lot, but I'm, I'm a fun, like, hit me yeah. that was nothing i like i like to have a bunch of fun mm-hmm. okay so me teasing you it's like boys that tease girls they like mm-hmm. I, I tease people i like so in that regard if you think that teasing somebody is bullying i'm guilty of it all the time but it's not it's not malicious right so malicious teasing um didn't do that a whole lot. Oh, no, no, no. That was my big bullying experience. If it's beating somebody up littler than you, I'm ashamed to say I did that once. I actually did that. Can you believe that of me?
1: And then I guess I'm guilty of that, too. But I only did it because um, the person that was smaller than me, he wanted to do something bad to a friend of mine. Oh, yeah. But he wasn't bullying my friend. He just, I heard the scheme, you know, like yeah. the plan, the grandmaster plan, that um, God, what was it? I'm not hundred percent sure. This was like a long time right. ago. I think he wanted to take something of his that he had. Oh, I remember now. He, my my buddy was unfortunately he was he was um, below average on on the poor end of stuff. Yeah, right. Um, they used to call him cat piss because he smelled like cat piss. <laughs> Um, ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I've known those kids. Yeah. I get why. I get it. Okay, anyway. So he finally gets, uh, you know, back in the day, well, still today, uh, <laughs> back in the day, shoes were it. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you didn't have cool gear, Timberlands, Nike Airs, Jordans, and all that stuff, you weren't cool. Yeah. He finally, after like forever, never had a pair of, remember those big uh, shoes that said Air on them? Yeah. And they had the air bubbles in the bottom. Yeah, I remember that. Well, he, the guy that was smaller than me, he's like, oh, I'm going to mess with this kid. This poor F word. He used the f f a g word. I'm going to mess with him. And he took what he took. He took a pen, the the pens that, the pencils that come, mechanical pencils. He put a needle in the mechanical pencil. And what he did was, when he was in class, my buddy was next to him. He took the needle out. Of the mechanical pencil. Like an actual sewing needle. Yeah. And he popped the air bubbles. punctured it. Yeah. And, and you can hear it. And it made my buddy cry. Because yeah. there were like $125. Sinkers. Oh, yeah, man. And yeah. as soon as he that did that. From. I freaking took his pencil. Broke it in half. And just smacked him right in the, like in the cheekbone. I remember like this knuckle right here. Going right Bam. in there. And I knocked him, you know, these desks, you know, these desks that are attached to the yeah. chair, it comes out, and it, so he, he, um you can get out through here, Yeah. so when I punched I him this that. way, the whole desk, everything comes right over, yeah. and on top of him, and I, for, just, for last thing I remember was, like I says you are a mother effer, yeah. and you deserve to get smacked again, and was, as soon as I was about to punch him again, the, the teacher, um, uh, Mr. Simon, I remember, big old dude, grabs mm-hmm. me, and like, he doesn't throw me, but he like puts me apart and like what's going on here and I tell him the story. Um, I still get in trouble. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um
0: But that's not bullying, man. You're defending your friend or you were well, sticking up for but your he friend. was smaller than me. He was <coughs> <What> the, <coughs> Yeah, he was I a still kid. don't see that as bullying. I yeah. see that more as like I mean, he, he was a J. Cole. He had to come <laughs> and do him. Someone was someone had to do it.
1: He just stepped oh, in and did it. I I can hear my my friend's heart just crack. Yeah, yeah.
0: No, okay, so here's the deal. No, no, I was a bully. And I would say the first bona fide bully time I ever had, I was six, I want to say. And I had this friend, and he came over. And I don't, I've never done this before, ever. I don't know what snapped in my brain, but I never did this before. We're over, we're watching TV, and I think we're playing something. And this show comes on, and my mom was always really uh, sensitive to what I would watch, and I don't remember what the afternoon after school show it was, but she didn't want me watching it. And my friend, my next-door neighbor friend, he watched it all the time. He loved the show. And he said, hey, let's watch that. And I said, I can't. And so I shut the TV off. I'm like, let's play whatever. Or let's watch this. I don't remember. We were playing something. While the TV was on. And so he's like, well, I want to go home because I want to watch that. And I'm like, you're not going home. You're staying right here and playing with me. And and so he kind of gets this look at us like, oh, okay. And so he's playing a little bit. And he's like, I gotta, I got to go to the bathroom. Where's your bathroom? I'm like, oh, it's over. It's actually by the back door. Oh, it's in the, through the kitchen, whatever. Yeah. So he walks down there, and I'm in the living room, and I'm still playing with whatever we're playing with, and I hear him kind of go, "Hey," my mom's in there cooking or doing something, and he goes, "Hey, can you tell Chris that I'm gonna, I'm heading home?" And she goes, "Oh, okay." And I lean over and I see him like walking out the door. I'm like, "Hey." And then he, like, runs. He <laughs> totally <said> runs. <laughs> and so I get up and I bolt after him. Oh, no. And my mom's like, Christopher, you know, like, she's, what are you doing? Like, because she could kind of tell something was up. Yeah. And I catch him in the middle of our yard and I totally, like, smash his face <laughs> into the ground. He totally, it, like, his face. I did it. Face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the point. Mm-hmm. I smashed his face into the ground. Oh, you were a bully. I no. was a bully, dude. Total bully. I don't know what came over me. My mom beat my butt when I got back in the house, and I had to go
1: over and apologize, right? Just wanted a buddy, that's all. Well, I Just, don't know. Disclaimer, guess what Chris does to me. <laughs> we're going to do this podcast, and you're going to yeah. like it. You're going to press yeah. that button now. Yeah. Where are you going, Jay?
0: You got all the buttons on that one. Where are you going, Jay? Hey, you can't go home. You got to stay here and play with this podcast thing with me. I want
1: to end it right now. We at 47 minutes. No way. We're not
0: ending it now, Jay. Don't make me beat you up. So I don't know what prompted me to do that. So from a bully's perspective, I can't even say. I'd say the second bullying experience I ever had was... I was at camp, and there was this other kid named Chris, ironically. Mm-hmm. And he was a heavier kid, kind of a weird guy. And he, his weirdness, I, I like a lot of weird people, too. That's what's really strange. But he was really weird, and he was just kind of easy to tease. And it started off as just some friendly teasing, and he would kind of laugh with us, and it was Okay. Well, it got to be too much, mm. and I kind of started it.
1: So, was it infectious amongst the group? It like was. People? Okay. That's the deal. So, and I uh, they call I, those Nazis. <laughs> that's what it's called. When you uh, when you influence everybody else in the negativity, like ah, you're a Nazi.
0: Whatever. So we're in the cabin, and I'm just kind of teasing him a little bit about something, and. It goes from, you know, and he said, he's like, I'm going to do this no matter what. And it was kind of funny how he did it. And I was like, Chris, man, that was hilarious. You're like, oh, and I kind of, and he kind of laughed. He thought it was funny. So it was innocent enough. Mm -hmm. Right. And then someone else started going and then another guy started going in the cabin and then another guy. Uh And then all of a sudden, like the fat comes out, like the fat joke, whatever. And I'm like. And all of a sudden, I get quiet like, oh, crap. What this train seeing? just went yep. off the tr- tracks here. Like, it's not funny anymore. And I'm feeling like really uncomfortable. Hit
1: mm-hmm. me.
0: Yeah. I'm feeling really uncomfortable because I started it, right? All right. I retracted. I wasn't a bully. I just was having fun with a dude that and I thought out. was a little weird. And then it just escalated. Yep. And after camp, I remember going home. And I was laying in bed. You know, camp ended on a Friday. I was probably like Monday the next week. Mm -hmm. And that stuck in my brain, totally stuck in my brain. And I started crying in my bed. My mom comes in, like, hey, what's going on? And I told her the story. I'm like, I feel really bad, mom. And this was like second, this was like Thursday it happened. So I never had an opportunity to kind of say, I'm sorry. I really didn't mean for yeah, to do it to right get now. out of hand. Give him a call. I don't even remember his... <laughs> what? Martin. Was it Chris Martin?
1: You look Maybe. Up, look up Chris Martin and... I don't know. I wouldn't even remember what he looks like. Can you imagine if you find actually find him and then you apologize to him?
0: I would love it. I'd feel so good about it. I'd feel really good about it. I will try at least. Okay, so I'm I'm going to say it, because maybe someday this podcast will find him. Oh. So, uh, I can only give details. Chris Martin, I think was your last name.
1: Christopher was your the, full name. The the, the, get, the camp. Spencer get, Lake Bible Camp. Spencer Lake Bible Camp. What and year?
0: I'm going to try to think of the year. I would have been... 76. I would have been... 12. I'm gonna say... Name the people
1: who joined in on the uh, bully train. Oh, crud. I'm gonna say it was probably like
0: 88, 89, yeah. 90. No, that was, uh, li- that was appropriate. Like, whatever. Okay, It's fine. I'll stop saying like all together. I, I, I won't even be able to say, I like you, Jay. <laughs> It'll be like, I, uh, I can't say it. Anyway, I want to say it was 88 to 90-ish. Okay, Chris Martin, Spencer Lake Bible Camp. I can picture the cabin. It was like at the end of a row. I can't remember the cabin number. But we were like in the cabin facing the road. And um, I remember there. Oh, the guys that were in there. Was Jason Ehrenberg in there?
1: Oh no. Was it's, it's probably a chat in there, right?
0: Oh, Corey Hansen was another one that was in there. Uh, Who else? I want to say his name was Keith. I can't remember his last name. Anyway, if Chris Martin is out there, I hope I'm getting the last name right. I am so sorry for starting the inappropriate teasing. And I ask you, forgive me. I was like nine. I'm
1: sure that's what I was. Email us at fathersphere at gmail.com. That's right. Or Chris, was it? uh,
0: I think it's Chris Martin was his last name.
1: Your email. Oh, Chris at
0: at fathersphere Fathersphere or the fathersphere.com. I'd love to hear from you. I hope this gets to you. That would be so cool actually to have you on the show and talk about it. That would be cool. So, um, all right, we've really veered off where I was going. <laughs> yeah, so totally coming fine, back though. to Sydney and coming back to everything that happened in, in her years and the, and the bullying experience, I hope dads out there that have that, I'd like to hear your story. And and maybe we can even have a follow-up and talk to a few dads or maybe a call-in show.
1: Get some experience in here dads. of what dads have done to, yeah. uh, to avoid the bullying or help it or end it. Yeah, um, I think you personally did everything you could. I think where it's failed, that was the system in the school. Oh yeah, so completely. Yeah. I
0: think, uh, I guess my biggest point to that whole thing was, uh, and I talked about it a little bit, was advocating for your kids. Mm-hmm. I, if I could go back in time, I'd probably say, Sydney, I love you. I know you have done a great job advocating for yourself, but I really feel like I need to step in here and and do something because it really when it got to the point where she cried and would not go into school that's when I should have it, it shouldn't it should have got to that point I should have stepped in and said look I mean I was ready to call the school and say if my kid breaks this guy's face I'm not punishing her in fact I'll get her the brass knuckles to do it <laughs> right uh, but that's probably not the appropriate way to do it. But, um, I, I should have stepped in. I, I would have advocated earlier, but back to what we were saying, um, dads need to advocate for their kids when, when things don't go right. And the unfortunate truth is adults really don't, um, pay attention to kids or they, uh, and I'm guilty of it myself of just not giving credit or credence to kids feelings and, and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think kids need to be important in their feelings, even if it's raw, even if it, uh, you know, we tend to be adults and, you know, we've walked that path a little bit. And we, I do this a lot with my kids where I feel like, hey, you guys are going through something. I know I've gone through it too. Breakups being a prime example. Mm -hmm. It feels like the end of the world as a kid. And as an adult, you're like, nah, I've been through a few. You'll live. It's okay. So there's situations like that that it's sage advice, sage wisdom. But when it comes to the bullying and feeling like things are not going well, you know, we need to pay attention. And as dads, we need to advocate. And dads, if you have bullying stories out there, we want to hear them. And I would love to have a follow-up and talk about just some things that dads have done to kind of cure the situation fix it maybe it's something you did with your kid maybe it's some way that you advocated for your kids maybe it's some way that you were able to help um one movie that i thought of it's a kevin costner movie i'm not going to remember it but there was some kids that punched his kid or beat up elijah wood was really young and mm-hmm. he was in it and um these kids I think beat him up or punched him or something. And they were at a fair or something. And his dad comes up and hands the kid that punches his kid like an ice cream cone. Yeah. And his son goes, what did you do that for? Like, what are you thinking? he just punched me. And he said, well, look like that kid hadn't had love in a long time, which that's really bizarre, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know that I could do that, but that's a very, Gracious, and I think that's that's the appropriate term. Very graceful thing to do to somebody. Yeah, I like agree. I see where that kid's problem is, and unfortunately, home. and and unfortunately, you got a raw end of the deal of it. I'm not going to get mad about it. I'm going to try to show some grace mm-hmm. and maybe change that kid's paradigm. You know, I couldn't do it. I'd kick the kid in the face.
1: <laughs> some <laughs> but, violent.
0: I know I know maybe dads that you know have anger issues and have dealt with it and are violence issues but anyway, I really would like to hear from dads that that have dealt with bullying situations I and maybe, experience. maybe we can have a maybe we can have a follow- up to this podcast on it and just talk a little bit more about their experience with their kids what they did. How they advocated, mm-hmm. how they instructed their kids.
1: Yep. Email so you, us, follow us, share. Yep. E- message, whatever, whatever platform you're listening to. Anything, just just Google FatherSphere and wherever it takes you. Just message us. We're you pretty open on on all that stuff, you know.
0: Yep. We're the only FatherSphere out there, so. Yeah. Yeah. Find us. Message us. Email us at. Chris at the Fathersphere or J D at the Fathersphere and let us know. Or we have a Gmail. You can do fathersphere at gmail dot com. But let us know what you guys did and uh how you handle it. Maybe we'll have you on the show.
1: Cool. Best dads ever. Yeah, we can only be your best dads ever to our kids and I know my little girls tell told me I'm the best dad yeah. ever. And even though we don't feel it sometimes. Yeah. That's what matters is, uh, is what's the saying? Uh, it's not the quantity of time you spend with your kids. It's the quality time. That's right. So I know, I know fathers that spend all day and every day with their kid, but don't really give the good qualities like when they're on their phones. And so, yeah, being a best dad ever is being what you feel is fit for your child in a good way. You know, as long as you try your best. Yep. There's no perfections
0: yep so go out and be the best dad ever guys yeah do the best you can if you need encouragement you come to hear the father's fear and we'll encourage you
1: Don't beat up your kids as bullies
0: I'm not I'm not making any promises <laughs> I, yeah. I I just won't all right everyone thank you for listening check us out hit us up on Facebook hit us up on we're not on Twitter we're on Instagram though. On the gram. And uh Anchor Radio still, right? We're still Anchor, Anchor Radio. radio. Oh, oh, and um <laughs> Saturday we're we're on the radio show, right? Yep. So check us out on ninety-nine what?
1: Oh man, I don't have my information oh, on my gosh. W H L A ninety six point yes. five. Is I, it ninety six? Oh geez. I don't we're know. Terrible. I, I'm gonna have to <laughs> I, I gotta go back on my phone. My daughter has my phone.
0: You'll, you guys can check it out on Facebook. We'll have it out there. Or for post
1: sure.
0: it. Yeah, we'll do that. All right, everyone. Best dads ever. Nation. Peace out.